Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Big Little Life with the Dashleys. We are so excited to have Natalie Malin with us in the studio today. Natalie is a mother of four kids, and together with her husband, Dave, they are both accomplished full-time artists. So excited for you guys to hear our conversation with Natalie, just about their story, how they started. Natalie graduated with a Bachelor's of Fine Art in Illustration from BYU. She's worked for companies like Walmart, Cricut, Target, Michaels, General Pencil, Hobby Lobby, Shutterfly, Minted, and more. Her husband, Dave, is an accomplished artist and illustrator working professionally for over a decade with national and international clients, including the Walt Disney Company, HarperCollins, Penguin Random House, Amazon, United States Mint, The Weekly Standard, and many others. So without further ado, let's dive into our conversation with Natalie. Everybody, welcome back. We're here in the podcasting room with our neighbor and friend. She like is actually our neighbor when we first moved to our old neighborhood. She lived just a couple doors down before they moved into their house that they were building. So great. We loved being your neighbors. We were so sad to move. I know. Her name's Natalie Malin and she's basically killing it. And ever since <laughs> Dallin and I met her, we just found out that like they were that she's an artist and her husband's an artist and they're both full-time artists. And I just remember finding it out and going home and telling Dallin and being like, cause this was before Dallin and I were making hardly any money. Like we weren't, Dallin was still working full time. And it was just kind of like a dream that we would be full time self-employed, like monetizing like, our passion and our craft and filmmaking. Like it was all just this dream. And we saw them and they were like, they've done it. And so we're excited <laughs> to finally sit down with you guys and we're titling this podcast, or at least when I did the not starving artist, Natalie. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I think that's amazing. It's and true. so we want to just learn a little bit about your story, how you and your husband got to where you are today. And, uh, Oh, one more thing I was going to say, once she moved away, we just couldn't stand living away from her. So we had to move back yes. next to her. So we I was <laughs> so excited when I found out I like went home screaming. We, we didn't, didn't even scream. realize well, we how close we were moving at first, but then we we're like, Oh, this is right. To, this is right up the road. When I, I first, I mean, of course I did. Posting and I started getting really nervous that you're going to move somewhere like, right. Cause there enough. were issues. Yeah. And then, then you were like really close and I was so stoked. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Great. I'm like her daughter just started babysitting. Yes. And I'm just waiting till James is less of a like clingy baby. Oh, just go for it. She's the best. She's okay. so cute. She'll like win her over. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Well, let's start at the beginning, shall we? Yeah. I just want to. So ever since I've met you, because you, like you were the person where Dallin and I, we had quit. Like when we lived next to you, we quit. Really? I didn't know Because we that. were so like discouraged and we'd been doing yes. it for two years and it's just so stressful. And we were just like, it's not even becoming what we want it to be. It's not making us money like the purpose of it was to be like doing something we really liked and that it would eventually support us mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we quit and then we unquit and then it, everything <laughs> kind of fell into place but it was like when we were living by you that we quit yeah. and just like looking over down the street and being like they're building their dream house they're right now we we love it but that's the scary thing the money side um and the business side and that is that yeah. is truthfully the and the commitment side, like it's kind of yeah. scary. And you go through phases like that. And honestly, we should have had this conversation with you when we first met you. It just takes- <laughs> We should have. Why I should have just we? been like, give me all of your clues. I know. Because in the or beginning- Or just like, amp me up. so many tips. How long did it take you to go full-time quitting your day jobs and being artists together? So I used to art direct in-house. I used to work for a children's software company. 
um, as an illustrator. And then like I was digital, like using Adobe Illustrator. Or yes. Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop. Um, cool. I made these cute, it's called Imagine Learning and Imagine Math. And my kids actually do it at school now, which is weird Whoa. for me to see. Wait, I've that, heard of that. Yeah. So I used to work in-house for them drawing pictures for those games and English as a second language, English as a foreign language. And then um, I left that job and got a job working for Cricket in the paper crafting industry. I think of the cell phone company, but there's more no, than one. For those yes, like the, correct. the mega monolith. Amazing paper cutter that like it's this does it everything for you. But kind of looks pie. like a big printer, but it's skinnier or like a copy machine. Yeah. But it makes like it can make intricate. It cuts, cuts paper, it cuts vinyl, it draws on things, it engraves things now, it cuts paper. Oh, sorry, not paper. It cuts fabric. There's I just knew like the ultimate scrapbookers at my yeah. church always had one. It's amazing. I love it. So and you started kids, working for Cricut. So I started art directing for them. Yeah. So, and if you, then when I had my first baby, I left and started freelancing for them um, because I knew all of the files and the types of things that they needed. And so. Wait, I've, what's the difference between working so for someone and freelancing is... So you quit, yes. but then you start freelancing for them. Correct. So I used to drive down to the office every day uh -huh. and work like a nine to five job. And then I had a baby and decided I wanted to stay home with her. And so I would literally sit and draw pictures on my laptop, like while I held my baby or while she was napping or, Whoa. you know. So you kind of had your own hours, but maybe the pay wasn't the same. Yes. Um, it wasn't the same. In a... In a like, good way, kind oh, so of. Was more or less. So I, well, and I work pretty fast, so I can actually... Um, make more money in a smaller amount of oh, time cool. now, which has been like a huge blessing for us. So, so this quit quitting and going freelance wasn't that hard of a decision for you. Yeah, but it's scary at first because you have no idea. You might make nothing. You really have no clue. And, and again, it depends on the year also. So yeah, um, it depends on it depends on a lot of different factors. And then but was Dave did was Dave working at a nine to five? Yes, Dave was working time? nine to five at Disney. He was doing the Pixar video games there. No way, that's yeah, so cool, so fun. And um, then when we had our very last baby, Alice, four years ago, he decided that he wanted to freelance too. So basically, we would before we had kids, we'd both go to work all day, come home and illustrate for magazines and books and any freelance projects we could get at night. Mm -hmm. So before kids, working all the time. So that's we, the grind. Like, that's the grind. Yeah. Are you like reaching out to companies? Saving. And saving, saving, saving. We're big, big Dave Ramsey fans. So we saved we are a too. ton of money Cool. just so we could have a nest egg to Quit. become freelance illustrators. So as soon as we got to that point where we felt like we had enough of a nest egg, to be freelance illustrators, he left his job also. I'd already been doing it for a while. Uh -huh. And so- Didn't you tell me you waited until you had Alice? Or? We, we'd we been trying and then I found out, I thought we weren't pregnant. And then he like quit his job and then I found out we were pregnant. Oh, cause like it's scary and to have a baby like, without like Yeah, the insurance, insurance is a big, a huge part of it. And so, yeah, I was kind of terrified at that point. So as soon as I found out A, that I was pregnant, B, that he was quitting, I started, um, that's when I started licensing. So I put up a website and I started changing to, so the difference between freelancing and licensing is um, with licensing, you're branding yourself or another entity um, as the company name. So if you so made now a product, my, the company name would be on it versus correct. Natalie Malin. Yes. So now my products are all branded Natalie Malin. Um, and so that's a little different. It just helps with brand recognition yeah. and kind of gives you a space in the world. And so I started licensing, which is a little bit different. And that's also a little bit scarier because it's not generally a flat fee per project. So you don't know how much you'll end up making off of a project. Okay. It's more royalty based. So 
Of how much of your product that they sell? Yes, which is great because luckily I've had a really great group of people who have loved my product and go look for it in the stores or request it in a store. And so I I just love them so much. Anyone who's ever bought any of my products, like <laughs> it makes me so happy. So yeah. anyway. So can we back up a little bit and yeah, talk about... Yeah, I want about... to back up really far. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> you I might just... be thinking the same thing. Okay, so like I know we have a lot of listeners who are who are artists or like just anyone who closet artists or just anyone who has like Dallin and I, who has a passion that's not like hasn't reached the full time yet, yet point being yet. a lawyer or being a doctor like, like us a few years yes. ago, people not like that was my issue. Like I wanted to be successful when I grew up, but I didn't want to be like a doctor or a lawyer. I ended up being a teacher, but I never really wanted to be a teacher. I just wanted to do something that felt safe or like everyone was telling me like, you need to find a career versus yeah. like building your own career. So I think there's a lot of people, especially in our generation who are in a place where they feel like they have a skill that they could monetize or a passion that they could monetize. And it's just like a really hard thing to figure out. Yeah. So I just wanted to jump back and ask like, when, this has always been my question cause I'm not an artist. Like when did you know that you could draw? Um, you know, when I was 11, I started taking private art lessons with, we were homeschooling then and lived on an army base cause I, uh, my dad was military, so we moved around all the time. Um, and we'd lived a couple of places where we couldn't really um, go to public schools. And so we were homeschooling and there was a woman on the base named um, Mrs. Gertz. And she did a homeschool lesson and she was like, I think you should take private lessons for me. So my mom had me earn um, $10 every week to cover my art lessons this and sounds like supplies. Instagram cool. stories you do of like you and Penny and right. stuff. Charging my kids for school lunch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you your lunch, but it will cost you a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so she definitely instilled. So, but then I would really pay attention and this like amazing woman would give me two hours every Friday, $5 an hour and sit and we would just do one-on-one -on -one art lessons. She taught me how to do watercolor, pastels, colored pencil, um, engraving, line of cut, like all different kinds of things. And so that's when I really started. I think most kids start really young and then they get discouraged and they stop. Uh -huh. People always ask with our kids, you know, like, oh, are they, I, I mean, they draw like eight-year-olds or four-year-olds. They just really like it. I think as long as your kids really enjoy what they're doing, they'll have the passion to keep going and take the nose and just be like, that's fine and keep going with it. So with kids, I think it's super important that there's not a lot of pressure there mm -hmm. to create and that they have a good time drawing. Do you feel the same about music lessons? I wish I have zero musical talent. So I just don't push it. Yeah. I just, we have no music going on really. <laughs> it's like Pandora. That's, that's like a side it. note, but like with George, <laughs> yeah. we're always like, when do we like it's similar though, because I think with music too, you need to practice and that's what makes you good. I'm assuming I'm again, right, I'm I not a musician, lessons, so I hated it. Like, yeah, it was the worst. And that's the thing with art too. I think definitely pressing someone to do it, it's not going to be a good fit. And so if you just have the supplies and again, I also believe in like a kind of a small number of supplies, lots of blank paper and scissors and a little bit of tape and maybe like, I mean, I have one 24 box of crayons for my four kids. So mm -hmm. I have a ton of art supplies in my home, but they have a very, uh, honestly, a very limited group of things to work with because when you're making art, you're constantly making decisions. And that's what I think makes people tired over time and kids get intimidated if there's too many things out there. I mean, I do too. So yeah. I'll just give them a very limited run of things. 
and let them create with that. And they come up with the coolest stuff. So wow. sometimes I think if they're overwhelmed, you just need to narrow it down Like a with toys. I feel like we're Curate there. it. Yeah. Yep. Curating, I think, really helps. So. Like we hit that point with toys. We hit that point <laughs> <Yeah>. too. <laughs> so we, did, we curated those down also. Did your teacher inspire a lot of confidence in you? Or like, like yeah. tell you that you could actually like do this for a living? She literally taught me how to draw, how to look at something and copy it. That is what we sat and did. Here's how you look at that angle. Okay, look at that shape, draw that shape. Look at that shape, draw that shape. And how to... If you're painting a portrait, for example, turn that upside down so you're not seeing a face. Um, you're just seeing shapes instead of that's an eyelash. I'm going to draw an eyelash. You just see it as a weird blobby shape huh. and you draw that instead. And then um, you can be more accurate because you can see the distances between things and the values of things instead of seeing the item. That's what's cool. so hard about art. Like I feel like I sit yeah. down and I'm like, okay, like let me draw a person. Yeah. Like the and eyes you, are actually in the middle of the head, not at the top. Right. Exactly. Like so that. yeah. Or like how to measure different things and, um, stuff like that. Here's how you pick color. Here's a color wheel, color schemes, those types of things. And so Sweet. that's really, that's helpful when you're a kid. Cause you can find success early on with little tips and tricks mm-hmm. and that kind of keeps you going. Cause everyone's like, that looks so good. Yeah. So you have private art lessons. Yeah. You go through school, did private art lessons. And then I came to where I was in college and I was like, I either want to be like a chemistry major or an art major, and which you- are very different things. <laughs> yeah. yeah totally clearly different buildings. <laughs> very different. And so I got the application. Um, actually let me back it up. I actually went to my high school portfolio and they told me I would never be an artist. I was 17. I went in with my portfolio to the college. I went into not to the college, not BYU. No, um, just to like a high school art review day where they have professors from local colleges come in and review your portfolio and kind of tell you. And honestly, I mean, it was good looking back, but I went home and cried because he's like, it looks like hermetically sealed mayonnaise was one comment. What? Marshmallow fluff was the other comment. And so it's hard to judge art though. I mean, I, I was feel 17. Like. Yeah. You know, and so that was, it was interesting, but it also, maybe that's my personality inspired me to like prove him wrong, first of all. And um, I'm going to make mar- mar- marshmallow fluff if I want to. People like marshmallow, marshmallow fluff. fluff. It's like, amazing. It was just too happy and Yeah, like beautiful. too happy and pretty. Yeah. I, I used to get that a lot too. It's too happy and too pretty. And But like people like that too. There's place in the world for happy and pretty. Not everything has to be dark and like creepy. Yeah. I feel like artists- art. Like Dallin and I just had a weird encounter at the gym today. And I think gym people might be maybe like artist people where we were doing a workout and this guy who is... This guy walked up to us and he like took it upon himself to teach us all the right ways to do the workout. And tell us like how we were doing it so wrong and how like it... Like it's kind of an art form working out to some people, especially it seemed like to this guy, like an artist who's very passionate about their their form of art, looking at someone else's who is so different, yeah, they might just be like there's like, 5 million different workout plans online, you know? This is true. So like, like that's nothing like and mine. There's two it kind of categories. Work. There's fine art and then there's illustration. I should be clear on that also, because we haven't ever talked about this. Fine art is um a little more like moody and something you would go and see in a gallery uh-huh. versus illustration, which some fine artists don't love illustrators because they see them as sellouts who it's like vl- you get an assignment and you draw it and turn it in. It's kind of like, like there's filmmakers like in yeah, Hollywood probably. and then, I mean, you're better than us. Like I'll be the first to say you have so much more talent than we have, <laughs> but like, like filmmakers look down on us oh, and feel like okay. our product is very like 
talentless. Yes. And maybe well, that's it. Yeah. I think they're seeing now that people trust just like raw, real looking vlog style videos over like fancy, perfect lighting. Well, just because videos. like our work will never be in a movie theater. It's like valueless to, to but like then some we saw last season on The Bachelor. They have Colton carrying a camera vlogging by himself sometimes. Yeah, instead right. Of, we made it to The Bachelor. Instead of yeah, all the big cameras all the time. There we go. That's true. See, well, and that's it's, kind it's, of how, but like fine art people fine art versus might illustration. be like all hoity-toity with illustrator people yeah like sometimes they don't always those two departments don't always i mean illustrators i don't think a lot of people will start out illustrating and then later in their career move and do fine art after um to pay the bills illustrating uh-huh. and that's actually really common also what does so your husband does he's an illustrator also he is but he also does he also does fine art but i guess you could also do fine art yeah actually i actually in college i studied to be a children's portrait painter and then the Whoa. economy kind of i i did everything in oils i Oh, that was like a major classes. portraits of children. Um, no, or your but emphasis. they kind of made an emphasis for like three of us in the department to do that, which wow. was amazing. Yeah, they had um, a special portrait painter. Bill Whitaker came in and taught three of us um, a lot of things. at BYU. So, at BYU, how yeah. does that really work? Because cool. amazing. Do you like take a picture of the kid and then paint the picture, or do you? No, they just sat there for the child. So the it has entire, to be an older. It wasn't kid. a child. It was a, it was another student that we did. But yeah, we talked about. Um, yeah, if I was doing a kid, you'd do different sessions. Like you'd have them come and sit for like an hour or two uh-huh. and do like a color study. And then you'd take some photos and then work from those and then come back so you can get good color and stuff. But well, then I started illustrating because the economy wasn't like super great for that when I graduated school. And so, and I love illustration and surface design. So I've just kind of stuck with that. Stay tuned for more Big Little Life with the Dashleys. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And so that your experience there at BYU helped you land your first job. Oh my goodness. BYU was amazing. Actually, can I give a shout out to my (laughs) teachers from BYU? They were incredible. I feel like it's kind of hard uh, as a woman sometimes to go through jobs like that. And they were just so supportive. They never once made me feel like I was just going to go and, you know, be a mom and not be an artist. And I think that's just a huge shout out to them. Cool. For sure. Yeah, they were incredible. So they helped you land your first job? They did actually help me land my first job. Yep. What was your first job? My first job. Well, so I would work at night. I used to be a store manager and then I would come home and I would do, oh, my first job was hilarious. I went to um, 
probably like my first big illustration job, I decided to do some things locally in Salt Lake City for the magazines here. And so I literally had a black portfolio and I got dressed up and I called and made an appointment to show my work to like the magazine. So you go in and I had like oil paintings in a thing and they all sat down on these tables and everyone's in suits and you got a meeting with everyone intimidating yeah so it was like i thought it was just with one person and it was a meeting (laughs) with like the team wow of the magazine and so they were just like all sitting around and they would hand things around and then there were papers up on the i think we should have her illustrate the bear attack article and i'm sitting there and it's funny because they were talking like i wasn't there and then in my mind i'm like did i get the job did i not get the job (laughs) and then i was thinking a bear attack article like that sounds (laughs) hard (laughs) and literally my first job was a bear attack article this cute little girl that gets attacked by a bear and like runs like it was crazy you should have sent it to the guy who told you you were too pretty and happy right i should be like look i, I drew this and, and i got like, paid for it right we want the bear but we can't have like it bloody like it's a children's magazine so it needs to just be like yeah so, suggesting things without showing so were you a, a an employee there or was your first so job that was first a freelance it was freelance yeah my first job. so you kind of like started off getting like the feeling the grind right. of freelance that's right i did i had okay. a, i had a daily job and then i would go in and then um about a year later, one of my professors was like, hey, this company, we're looking for some more illustrators. I think you'd be perfect fit. So I left my day job and then started illustrating for the educational software company Yeah, full time and oh, then cool. freelancing at night. And yeah, that's how it. It sounds like Dallin and I a little bit like turned out we both worked full time and did. We, and then at night we would edit photos and videos for like the families or weddings that 100%. we shot. Yep. That's exactly how for it goes. Hours. And like the first job, we kind of just took pictures of his niece uh-huh. and like yeah. a tree and, then my and we put it on KSL.com and someone hired us to yes. take pictures of their wedding yeah. for like a hundred dollars. Or you can get on. So when I was, so after jo- that job ended and then I was looking for a new job and my husband was like, just go on the job board and apply for anything that's art related. Just anything. So I went on the Utah job board. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I didn't know that was a thing. And I literally applied for two weeks. I got on and I applied for every single artist, illustrator, graphic designer job that was on the job board. Wait, this is after the Imagine Learning? Yep, this was after Imagine Learning. And so I got on and did that. And then I got a call back. And again, my husband's working at Disney at this point. I got a call back and they're like, yeah, we do Disney cricket cartridges. And I thought it was one of my friends pranking me. And so I didn't take it super seriously <laughs> and cause I was like, that's funny. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, I went in and it was a legit job. And so I started working for them and I loved it. It was great. But. So cool. So, okay. Um, so we, that, and then that's led you to one thing to another, like we talked about, and now you're doing full-time freelance yeah. and tell us about what you have going on today different avenues. We diversified because again, financial planning as a freelancer, I feel like is key to your success. Oh yeah. We should talk about that. Like so key. I mean, we, David has spreadsheets. He's very organized as far as that goes. And so we're very careful about how we spend money because again, sometimes we'll get the chunk of our yearly income within just a few weeks or a few months and then it'll be a little while, you know? So, um, so we do plan all that out really carefully. Um, do you guys, this might be a personal question. I know Dave Ramsey says to have like a three to six month reserve. Uh-huh. Do you guys, because you're both freelancers, have a bigger reserve? We do. What's yeah. your number? Not your amount, but like. I think it's at a least year. a year. So, okay. So we went into the financial planner and A, they laughed at us <gasps> for not having, a, we have a financial planner. I need to talk to you. 
We need one. We're like, what do we do? Yeah, like the A, they laughed at us for not being an S corp for what we paid in taxes one year. I guess apparently was like really hilarious, and that makes you feel real dumb for not having a financial planner. But then when they were finding out that we both freelanced, he was talking about diversifying your income, which is really important. So that's something I've really focused on this last couple years, and so I've I've ventured into fabric design, paper design, vinyl design fine art prints, stitching kits. Um, I've wow. done packaging for art supplies. And all these things are the Natalie Malin brand. Natalie Malin brand. Or and where are Natalie they being Malin. sold? So I actually have some really awesome products that just came out. They are in um, Joanne's stores, michaels.com, Walmart, Amazon. No way. So we go to Walmart in the fabric section things. and see some Natalie Malin stuff. I wish the fabric section, they had stitching kits there and they're on Amazon right now. I think that they've kind of sold through them. That's the other thing with product is product comes out and they kind of order limited quantities. And mm-hmm. so if you see it and you want it, you need to buy it right away because it's after that, it's kind of like an Easter egg trying to find things or fabric, you know, it's international. And so it was in like 2,400 different stores, my last fabric line. And so trying to find which one is where is kind of an interesting thing to figure out. But right now, if you go online, there's quite a few different paper pads and vinyls and iron on stuff. That's it's great. Okay. So like, where's the best place if somebody wanted to see the things you're doing? Is it like your website or like go to, to Yeah, go to my, generally or? my website, I get on and try and link everything there. I'm getting better about it, you guys. I'm becoming right. yeah. a blogger. <laughs> nice. We've been talking about this with Dal and Ashley. Um, <laughs> so what's your website? It's nataliemalin.com. There we go. I have Easy a question. Enough. We'll put it in the show notes too if you guys are interested in going and checking out everything that Natalie does. We'll put the nice link to her website in the show notes. Okay, I have a question. I hear everything you're saying and I feel, I feel like there's like, like if Dallin and I ever wanted to do what you're doing, like license product yes. or get it on Amazon or yeah. have a store, make their sheets with our colors on it. Or oh, and Betty's. Yeah. I didn't even talk about the bedding. Yeah. Like, how do you do that? How do you, like, how do you go to, like, how do you, I don't What's even know how to step? say it. Like, like you have the cool, step. you want to you're start a, selling your product. You're an artist and it's your dream to have companies use your patterns that she, okay. For the record, she does beautiful, like watercolor, yeah. lots of flowers, like you got to check out her Instagram. It's so pretty. <laughs> just like everything that I would want on a quilt or like on a wallpaper for Lots my little girl things. or just like, it's very like bright and airy and pretty and light. And I love that you take said that airy. High that makes me teacher. so happy that you said airy. Oh yeah. I just, That's I like, love it. Like it's yeah. Yeah. like you go to a store like Pottery Barn and I like, I would want it on a teacup or something yes. or like a little plate. Did you hear that? And it's hard barn? to find because <laughs> it's, there's a lot of like rustic look store. all around and it's hard to find like Ashley is now my agent. Just kidding. The, the pretty like feminine, but not grandma look. Yes. You want it to be fresh mm-hmm. and also still feminine. Yeah. So basically you need to have a portfolio. And then you need to figure out who could use your product, like you're saying. Like, do you have an agent who like puts your I name out? I don't have an or? agent. I'm currently debating, now that my children are a little bit older, I've been talking this over with Dave, literally just yesterday was talking to him about looking into getting an agent. So that's a whole nother story. Or is it just kind of like you worked at Cricket for one of your jobs and you made some yeah. contact? Here's another gem for you. Don't burn bridges because it's a very small world. And so people change from job to job. And if they know that you're like amazing at what you do, they will take that name with them. And then you have more contacts at a different company. And so things have kind of grown for me that way, even if... Let's say I was unhappy about something. I am probably not really going to make a big deal out of it because it's more valuable to me that they're happy with the product and with me as an illustrator. 
Right. Makes sense. Don't I've never had yeah. a bad experience, but we're trying to do that. We're just starting to start working with companies and brands yes. and same thing. It's like our greatest fear that they'll just not think we were good to work with or anything because right. it's the same thing. Like people change along. jobs. It's like, a small world. Like if someone talks about the Dashleys, we want it to be like, oh, they're the best to work with. Like they're the best always. people. They always like. So you always under promise and over deliver. Yeah. I feel like it's very important in my field also. I just always um, try to do more and I try to get things done faster if I possibly can. Don't uh -huh. tell people I said that. Here's <laughs> a question. Yeah. Uh oh, here you go. <laughs> um, you work. I mean, I don't know how closely you work with your husband because you guys both kind of have your separate things. Dallin and I are basically in therapy right now to figure out how to work with each other. <laughs> yes, that's a hard thing. It's, it's hard to be partners. I never and imagined married. how hard it would be. It is. I agree. That is very. Um, and we, the you guys each kind of have your own thing. We do now, but occasionally, let's say, and again, I like to work fast. And A, I work fast and B, the most I've ever been paid are the fastest turnaround jobs. Like one weekend we did in three days, we did four whole lines of product for a product that was coming out in Walmart stores called your story. And that wasn't licensed. So you'll probably never be able to find it. Cause it doesn't have my name on it, but that weekend I called him as he was driving home from work and I was like, Hey, so they need all this product. Did they just email you like Walmart emailed you? No, it was, um, it was through cricket. Okay. And so I knew that they needed this and they were like, Oh, do you have anything? I'm like, yeah, of course. You know? Um, and so I called David when he was leaving work and was like, Hey, so I need you to sketch out these different themes, like back to school, wedding, blah, blah, blah. So you start sketching. I'll take them into illustrator. This was all, this is pre watercolor days. This was when everything was like vector and, um, a very flat style with a little bit of like grungy or distressing on it. And so he would do the concepts and the stickers and things. And I would then take him into illustrator and clean up the files and color the files and distress the files and turn it into the format that the client needed. Mm -hmm. So we did that all day and all night for like three days and then turned it in on Monday. So, and made like half your yearly made income it. or something. More. It was insane. Sweet. Like it was great. But, um, and so every now and then if I have something where I'm like, Hey, I need some concept for this, or can you help me? Like, I can't, I can't draw like a cool Dracula. Like, would you just <laughs> help me with that? Cause I, or a robot, like I'm, I'm not going to be drawing robots, but I wow. could. So, you know, or back and forth, you know, he was doing some things or working on the blog and, or photography. Sometimes if he needs something with a photo or if he needs to know how to style someone's hair for an illustration. <laughs> he'll say oh this girl's like a colonial something and I'll come through and say this is how her hair should be and her dress should be like this so huh. we your, consult each other what's like your tips for working well with with others with, have your own or space. just your husband or have, have your own, own space and don't share I don't share well poor Dave no that's, that's you guys do you both have know. your own office we literally have our own office and there's like a little hallway in between now so that I and I just like lock my door turn off my phone now that's so you can't get a hold of me. That's why. people ask sometimes. Like well, <laughs> we got like a kind of big house. Like it's a yeah. large house for a family of four. But Dallin needed like a space. I needed my space for sure. And I don't like it when people borrow my scissors or my erasers or my art supplies. I'm the which same is way. hilarious because I have a million. I'm glad that you're the same. And that I could see myself better. like that room. We have like an extra room. Yeah, it could potentially be like the Ashley space one day. Because it's hard. Like I come in here and try and write a blog post. Yeah, and it's kind of like. I'm like, Dallin, can you, where's can you the stop making and like, any noise at all, please? Yeah. Yes. And Dallin has like three sound counseling headphones on. <laughs> that is me. That's my other best tip is sound counseling headphones. Yeah, I, just, I love them. They're the best thing ever. Yeah. I, 
I like sleep with mine at night. I like, I take them everywhere I go. Like a small child. It's like my safety blanket. I can just like turn Aww. everything off. I would, if I could, and you just down, like, right? <laughs> I'm always like, like I taught kindergarten. So I, yeah, I don't Actually, know if I liked the noise or if I learned to just like function in the noise. Probably. Probably I think both. that's a learned skill. Or like when I used to study, I would go to like the food court to study. That's that like my noise. worst fear. Yeah, I, I, I would be like squirrel. <laughs> or like the kitchen of my apartment or something. Yeah. Uh, I go there. I go to like a hole the underground yeah, the bunker, bunker if I have one. That is me. Yeah. Cool. Draw well, I'm not the blinds. Alone there. Uh-huh. Yep. We have like a secret passcode knock if you need to get in. That's so cool. So Dave, what did what was his translation like coming from Disney to going yeah. was it straight from Disney to full time? Yeah, it was um again, he was freelancing at night, so he already had a client base. Um and then he went ahead and left. And I mean, that's always scary. Was especially, that bit, yeah. Cause that's your rely, that's you relied on that income. Yes. And we both have cycles for our busy times. And so I'd been through enough years of, I mean, I'd gone through probably six or eight years, I think before he left too. So I knew that my busy time, it's always starts right Halloween always. So I try to do their kids costumes early. It's always like October 1st through the end of March is always my um, busiest time. Cause that's what coordinated with trade shows. So people needed to get the new artwork so they could get it to China to have it produced, to take it to a trade show and sell it to stores. Wow. Um, and so that was kind of what their timelines were like. And so the last few years, I mean, the week before Christmas, I just was crazy busy, which is such a blessing. And I so grateful, but then I always had to plan ahead. Yeah. And so, um, that and and so before you know that but then i would spend every summer like oh my gosh is anyone ever gonna call me again that's like january <laughs> for us like yes. january february march april yeah and same with weddings like after wedding season's over that's you're like, true because oh, wedding everybody get married in the summer for the most part that's besides right. a few like winter weddings yeah and so you once you start kind of figuring out that there's seasons for that kind of stuff you feel a little more comfortable with it and so he was kind of trying to figure out like, what's my busy season? What's my, and so now he's a lot more comfortable with it. But yeah, at, the, at first it was nice because we did have savings saved up um, that we could fall back on. And we were just really careful that cool. first little while. And then also we just tried to find as many different avenues, you know, like, Hey, I've got this going. Do you need anything done? You know? Yeah. You it's know? interesting to learn about all these different avenues because there's a lot of them. Like in social so media many. space like us, there's like YouTube. And so many people are like only YouTubers or only Instagrammers. YouTube like is- Gary Vaynerchuk is like the main thought leader of the social media space. And he's like, you guys need to get on Facebook. You need to start a podcast. You need to have like, you guys don't need to spread yourself out, you know? Right. And like, you need well, to. Well, it happened to us. Like Facebook turned off monetization just one morning. Yeah. And that is what my financial planner was like. You got to make sure that your income stream is coming from more than one place. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And we just were like, what? It was right yes. after we got into our house. Yeah, and we just woke up one terrifying. morning and yeah. then we called them and they're like, well, it could take three months. It could take six months. Who knows? And yeah. honestly, we don't know why you got your monetization turned off. You did something wrong and it may never come back, but it Someone may. was having a bad day and they were just it's like, just, I'm just going to click. Buttons. It came, it like yeah. came back. In it was like an eye opener days, to definitely diversify yeah. and yeah. And that sure. financial planning is good. And I, I mean, again, I, like I say, we're definitely on the safe end. Our financial planner was laughing. He's like, you guys could you know, have a little more fun, but we just feel <laughs> safer yeah. with where we're at. And so for that reason, we just do it the way we do it. So, so cool. So we're pretty cool. careful. I mean, and again, like we, we both work from home. So we have one car and we ride bikes in the summer and you know, so it's fun to have one car. Yeah, we, yeah That's we like one, one of the best parts about working from home. Yeah. I just because 
it's so much less of a you don't have to pay for two like you just have to pay off. off one car it's not yeah. oh we have two cars that like dave ramsey stuff he's always like dave how much ramsey. was your wife's car how I much was your him. car or talking down i was just telling a friend um I showed a picture of my bed last night on Instagram and she was like, where did you get that? And I was laughing because I remember going in and doing the Dave Ramsey thing where you leave long, awkward silences and you bring cash. And you're like, oh, well, I'm willing to pay $450 for that <laughs> for your thousand bed? dollar bed. <laughs> yes. And they finally went down to it. It took me like an hour, but it's Sweet. hilarious. Like, yes. like at a furniture store? Yes. At a furniture store. I did it with our fridge. I, I've done it with a lot of random things, but I Wait, don't know. What's the secret? You have to have the right personality. I swear he has like a whole Is thing. Is this in a book? We listened to tapes when we first got married and that's oh, where like I a course. This. It was some course. Yeah. And so anyway, just random ways that you can save money. Just, it's just interesting. Wait, where know. did you buy your fridge? How, like, where do they allow we you to got, do that? I know. Isn't that weird? It was at the RC Willie outlet. RC Willie outlet. Oh, yeah. And so I went in with literally like cash was like sell me a fridge actually i want this one and here's how much money i have for it do they do that with plants too probably no i wish they did that natalie does it. she's like a plant goddess <laughs> i am obsessed with plants it's true that's when i started drawing flowers i didn't tell you that part of the story we had our second kid and i became anemic and that is another like huge oh wait, point. you told me and you wanted to like eat yeah flowers? I anemic. no i just wanted or, to smell the dirt oh right okay yeah, yeah. pika you had pika, pika. i had pika I didn't eat the dirt, just so you know, but I did get up at 5 a.m. and go to Lowe's, Home Depot, Walmart, and Smith's, and I would like price match plants back when they were doing price matching. Yeah, David banned me from, that's why I had to get up at five before <laughs> have, he woke up. I have a friend who had Pika who, yeah. it was mold was her <gasps> thing. No. Yeah. At least mine was very productive. I can't complain about it, but yeah, before that, I couldn't grow anything. I just couldn't <laughs> grow anything. And now I just still do it because I love it and it's fun with the kids outside and I figure it helps me with my career of drawing plants and things. It's just interesting. Therapeutic. Okay. I think we have to wrap up because we're going to do our next podcast, Taking Sides. I had yes. one last big question. I don't know if Dallin has any. So excited. What is your, like, what's your advice? There's a lot of moms who are busy. You're a mom who's busy. You have four kids. What's your advice to like, and I am failing at this or I feel like <laughs> I'm failing at like giving my business time versus giving my children yeah. time. And feeling when I'm like taking unnecessarily from my children or giving too much to the business. What's like your golden I feel like nugget? that is such a good question. And it's really hard as a woman. We tend to multitask on so many things all the time. Um, I actually have a Google calendar and I block it out now. And on my computer and on my phone, I have my computer automatically set to do not disturb for that time that I'm going to be working and so then when I'm with the kids, I can be fully present with the kids and I try not to check my email or do anything. And then when I'm having work time, I literally like lock the door, pull down the blinds and I just like don't answer because then I can focus and get my work done in a like proper manner. Mm -hmm. And sometimes too, when it's outside of those office hours, I mean, in my head, I just call them my office hours. So I literally check we if anybody, have office hours. what are office, your office hours? hours? Yeah. Mine are nine to three, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then also Tuesday and Thursday, occasionally, um, if my mom wants to take Alice and go to the library at story hour, I'll like schedule extra office hours there. Um, and so then when I need to schedule something with a client, I schedule it during that time. 93 Monday, Wednesday. What were your office hours before Alice had preschool? How did you do yes, that? Yes. And that was hard. That was a little bit harder. We would do nap time or quiet time with the kids. And I just had bins and I'd say, okay, now is your quiet time, 12 to two or whatever time. 
And then I'd say, you're going to go do your work and I'm going to go do my work. And they would go up and have their little bin and they had to stay in their room. And again, this depends on the personality of your kid, but they knew that that's what we did. Mm -hmm. And so I'd say, here's your thing. And they'd, you know, go and do that. And they come and interrupt you and stuff time to time, but during nap times, especially and in the evenings. So, um, that we need to get better at evening work. We just crash. Yeah. That's a hard one. Cause our kids are like, they go to bed at like eight 30 and they're so busy. And then we're like, <sighs> yeah, like, and you need, and the last thing you want to do is work. Yes. And, and again, I like love my work. So like, that's really what I want to do is sit there. And I know you love your work too. I just like want to sit there and like make fun tags You're, for if, people to cut out. You yeah. know, if you love your more work more than like watching TV or reading a book, that's yes. really a great thing. But it's also lucky because my job, I kind of, it's when like, I had an intern, I was like, Hey, bring your headphones. You can watch Netflix while you clean files. Oh yeah. And so that's, that's actually something that helps me do my work is to have something to listen to while I, it's like working out. Like yes. I, when I was trying to get back into working out, I was like, I can't watch my show unless yes. I'm like doing cardio exactly. while I watch it. Exactly. And that's how I've kind of started getting back into it. I really want to get back into doing more things on the blog now that it's fixed and working mm-hmm. and giving away free things that are like cute and fun and en- enrich your life in some way. And so I'm like, okay, I can sit in my bed and type up ideas or type something out. I don't like writing things. That's the one thing that I um, have hired out. And you also, with with your career too, you need to figure out the part that you enjoy and the part that you don't enjoy and find a way to get those things covered that you don't enjoy doing or you're not going to be sustainable yeah, the over whole a long time. Do what you do best and hire out the rest. Yes. I think that's also really important. That's what we're trying to like ease into. Like not it's hard. Not feeling, because we came from this place of being like, save all the money we can. Yes. Like, and then it, it, and then also like, we don't make a lot of money. Like it was, we were in this place of like, our business doesn't make a ton of money. Like we have to be super frugal right. and it's hard to get out of that mindset and be like, oh, we could afford to hire someone mm-hmm. to help edit or we could afford. And it's not or a like cleaning lady once a month. And it's not like throwing away our money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I still do pretty much everything by myself, but we do have a cleaner every once in a while. Yeah. The cleaner which is amazing. Grocery pickup. I don't babysitter. I mean, I don't go to the oh yeah. We store. use shipped. Shipped. I need to find yeah, that one out. They just, all right. There's a lot of other, those things are things amazing, too, but, but those are the things that, you know, those mom boss tips that people are always asking about. Literally that is one of them. Cause why go to the grocery store when you have someone else do it for you? That is something I can easily hire out. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I, I used to think before we did it that it's just cost so much more, but it really doesn't. No, like, it really doesn't. And yeah. it's the amount of time that I can use in that two hours. Cause I'm a slow grocery shopper again is <laughs> yeah. just You'll make more money. Yeah, I make more money doing what I do best, uh-huh. which is not grocery shopping. I'm horrible. That's like the big thing that I learned in my economics class. He's like, there comes a point where you lose money by mowing your own lawn. Also true. And he like taught me that, you know. But I love. But I, oh, we I love, love yard work and, and we, so we mow our own lawn. But that was just the example he yeah, used. Yeah, totally. It applies to like cleaning your house or grocery shopping too. Like, like if you can make more money during that hour, then you would spend not making any money, but saving like 20 bucks, you know. then like he's like you're actually losing money so yeah that's so cool thank you for sitting down for us for a little bit my last question was what does dave's like day in life look like we we talked about what you're working on what does your husband's day in life look like? so incredibly disciplined can i tell you remember how i was talking about office hours dave seems like a disciplined very disciplined and that helps him so much nine to five and he comes up at 12 12 30 for lunch for like 20, 30 minutes and he sees the kids and he'll like the kid. We only have one at home right now, but, um, during the day and he'll feed them lunch if they need lunch or if I'm down working. Cause I sometimes just take food down with me. And again, I just stay down there. Uh-huh. Um, 
And so he'll, because if you start popping in and out of the office, then people, you get distracted, right? And so yeah, people think you're available and all that. Stuff. Yes. And um, so he'll, he'll literally work nine to five, five 30. And then I'll tell the kids like, Hey, go get him for dinner, you know, to bring him up. But again, he loves what he does too. Um, and so he'll sit and he's good to just focus in on what he needs to do. The other thing I started doing recently too, that's super helpful is I started making spreadsheets for each project with all of the steps for each thing. Um, and he is really good about that also for projects. And so he can stay on task really well. Huh. And, um, I can't think of anything more like calming than every day, just painting like in serenity. Cause I've seen her office. It's like clean and white and there's flowers in the windows. (laughs) Yeah. It's like a sanatorium, Mm -hmm. like basically like clean and white and then flowers, which that's how Do you have pictures on your Instagram. Of your office? I probably don't right now. I need that to put some like up. That would be like a good saved highlight yeah. on your, on okay. your home screen of your Instagram. I'll put some. I had a little bit of the studio as we were building it. We're finishing up getting some cabinetry and stuff done in my office. But yeah, I'll, for you, Dallin, I'll put some pictures up. So you should make those coloring books for adults. Okay. With your I, patterns. I think that would be so fun. Tell me your thoughts on that. Would I, you guys be interested because like, in that? That's like when I dream of relaxing, it's like with the Great British Baking Show on while yes. I color in like, pat, like your pretty things. Like I don't want to color like... I want to make something like pretty. Yeah. Also, you guys should start a course, should make a course. A oh course would be amazing. I love teaching at Pinner's conference and I would love to do an online course. Pinner's so you do, you do teaching things sometimes. I do. They're really big classes. I travel with Pinner's conference and, um, go to different States and teach. The classes are about 210 people each. Cool. And it's amazing. And we do workshops. My friend Melissa and I will do watercolor and lettering workshops together. Um, and that's really fun too, but an online course would be really great. I have online cricket courses with creative bug that we just filmed this year. Um, and those are amazing too, but I love teaching and Full-time, talking about stuff. Full-time filmmaker, right? They have mm-hmm. a course on how to make a course. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I need to look into that. I heard it was really good. Course creator, we, course, yeah. They have we a course have some friends course. who are like, fo- fo- like travel photographers that they're oh, doing it. Oh, yeah. Like fo- I heard it was really good. It's just the logistics, you know, mm-hmm. getting all those things together. Ashley's teaching me how to YouTube so I can start my gardening channel. So it would be great. It would be amazing. Sweet. I love it. And then they would send you all the plants. I hope. I mean... They do for Garden Answer. Right. If you guys haven't seen Garden Answer, <laughs> it's my channel? favorite YouTube channel. <laughs> it's so fun to sit and watch. Uh, I agree. Okay, man. Well, okay. So everybody can find out all these things that you just talked about on Natalie Malin. NatalieMalin.com and Natalie Malin Studio is my Instagram. Natalie and Malin's I also have Facebook too. Cool. Nice. And then Dave. There's a secret Facebook. Do you want me to tell you a secret Facebook? Oh, yeah. It's Natalie Malin Insider Info. As a group or yeah, page? Yeah, it's a group. It's Ooh. a group tied to your page. Yep. There we go. But it's not join, really tied to my page. Group. You kind of have to go find it secretly outside of the page so okay they're not really tied together but i probably should tie them together but it's kind of like our secret place yeah cool okay we're gonna jump on over to our other podcast taking sides with the dashleys natalie's gonna help us answer some of your we've talked about all of our artist things and careers and now we're gonna tap into the marriage side of things and hear her advice there over on taking sides thanks for joining us in part one natalie go join us for part two on taking sides thank you